Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We want to say we appreciate you. Thank you. Or like we say in Miami, bet that up for listening to Negative to a Positive brought to you by the good neighbors at State Farm. Get great service at surprisingly great prices. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. There's no losing, only learning. I have the responsibility to make sure that you guys are well represented. There's no failure, only opportunities. Anytime you see me, you can say, oye, ese tipo tiene su pasado. And there's no problems, only solutions. Pero mira lo que está haciendo con su vida. He took it from a negative to a positive, and that's what's representing us now. This is from negative to positive. Well, let me to, to start the podcast from negative to positive is I feel that the world needs it now more than ever. And also, what I love about the podcast is you get a chance to see somebody from a different perspective. You know, some people may stereotype you due to the music that you make uh, or the way that you entertain while you're on stage or, uh, how can I say, your, your environment slash facade, you know? So when they get a chance to see how you think and your perspective slash opinions on things, things you, you state, I think you create a new fan base, you open people's minds at the same time, And for me, it's therapy. To be honest with you, I, I love it and look forward to it. And the reason that we named this podcast from negative to positive, because I feel that's all what we've all done with our life. When we really look at it and look at the history of what we come from, where we come from, meaning our folks, our culture, and you see that everything that they've went through in order for us to move forward. You know, like we always say, adelantando la... <laughs> adelantando la raza de una manera u otra, adelantando la cultura, adelantando tu comunidad, adelantando tu gente, you know, which is... Moving everybody forward one way or another, right? You know, when you, when you come from the crib, the crib meaning Miami, you have this, you know, you relate to the kids that are coming up and the struggles that they have. And you relate to sports being an escape, um, music being an escape. And for us, that was our lottery ticket. So ever since I've been in the game, and, and even before I got into the game, always gave back to the neighborhood, always was involved in one way or another to help those kids that needed the most. But then you have somebody like a Luke, who he's been helping kids, trying to get them off the streets, and he's already put a, a bunch in the NFL, you know, as far as getting them when they're what we call jits or jitterbugs, little kids, and making sure that he gives them that outlet where the dope dealers don't get to them, where they don't get caught up in violence, where they don't get caught up in the murder game, where they don't get caught up in what the city of Miami look like. I know South Beach look nice, but y'all don't understand what over the bridge looks like. And that over the bridge is what we relate to, and that's why we give back. Flo doing the same, because we learn from Luke. You know, we watch Luke, and that's why I say, we don't just talk about it, we be about it. And we literally put our money where our mouth is. And when I see what's going on around the country slash world, if people only knew, instead of you know, buying a $500,000 car or, or a $500,000 chain. Look, get a $100,000 chain and put $100,000 into your neighborhood. Just always invest into your community, invest into your culture, and that's how you're going to see, that's how you're going to make a real difference. If not, you're just going to show up, end up on camera, talk about you can't believe what's happening and all that, and then be, and then act surprised when it happens again. Nah. So what do we do? We invest into our community, whether it's me building schools, whether it's them helping the kids in the, in the football fields and, and catch, you know, getting them when they're young, young bucks, jitterbugs, and peewee, and letting them know we believe in you. Because that's all we needed. All we needed was someone to give us an opportunity and believe in us. Because once you got the system against you, you create your own system. And I think that's what we've all learned how to do. At that time for me, also, like, being in Miami, walking down the street, 
a lot a lot of Cubans would come up to me like, "Yo, man, we love your yeah." A lot of a lot of Latinos just in general would come up to me just like, "Yo, we love your shit. And I was like, man, I need to have some Latino representation on this album. And so it's crazily ironic. Like I said, I was I heard Oye a lot. And then just running into Pitt on the street is, that's destiny. That yeah. was supposed yeah. to happen. Yes, sir. <laughs> we talking about Ocean Drive where you don't, you you might have 10 friends on that street and not never see them yep. at one time. Especially so at that time, yeah. Run into each other and meet. And I was like, come by the studio. Like right away, but yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I thought came I, I, by that day or the next day. The next day noon, he said, "Be at the studio over there, Audio Vision, which is where you know Disco Rick is at." So I'm yeah. calling Disco off rip. Hey, is John really the little John in there uh, recording for real? He's like, yeah, man, he's supposed to be here at this time. Okay, cool. So I got there at eleven. He got there at noon. I thought he was bullshit. You know, a lot of people give you opportunity. They're going, "Yeah, yeah, come through tomorrow. Come through tomorrow. I got you." I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's gonna be bullshit." Bullshit. I got there. I got there. John's like, put on the beat. He's like, what you think about this? Which is track 18 off the Kings of Crunk. And I heard that sh- Man, gave me about 15 minutes, wrote up a rhyme. I spit the rhyme, no hook, no nothing. Well, I spit the verse. And, and John's like, that's cool. I'm going to use that right there. I'm not, now I'm thinking, nah, this is really some bullshit. <laughs> and sure enough, man, he put it on the album and that... that changed my life and really opened the doors for me for the music business at an, at the next level, you yeah. know? Because it was Luke, Diaz Brothers, Laz, and then Little John. So I appreciate that. And I learned a lot off that record. I'm going to tell you why. Right after that record, number 19 is Get Low. Hmm. Right? And I'm like, what the f*** is this garbage? Right? <laughs> Six months later, I'm in the club talking about from the window to the wall. It is. Yeah, so it, it showed me that I didn't know Crazy. what the fuck I was talking about, and that's how I learned how to, you know, certain records with John, man. John always thinking out the box. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, the importance of shooting it in, in Little Havana at Slam, man, just goes to show you that I, I say it all the time, why dream when you can live it? And in the word impossible, is possible, right? So to be able to do that where I used to live on, on 5th Street and 5th Ave, in La Pequeña Habana, Little Havana, and now you have Slam on 6th Street, Northwest 12th Ave. It's, I mean, Vincent Van Gogh, Leonardo, none of them could paint a better picture than this. But it also goes to show you law of attraction, believe in it, goals, focus, envision it, and guess what? It happens. Right now, what we're going to do is take a quick break for our sponsors. Y'all already know what it is. That little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And you may know me as successful recording artist, song, writer, producer, philanthropist, entrepreneur. Let me tell you something. One of my biggest things that I talk to everybody about is that failure is the mother of all success. This is a slow but a for sure paso corto vista larga. That means short steps, long vision. And I learned a lot, actually, from KFC's founder. I know it sounds crazy, Colonel Sanders, the value of Patience, passion, and perseverance, and, and believing in yourself, believing in your product, and making your own way, and how he got rejected. I want to program this in your mind. He got rejected a thousand and nine times. That's what you got to respect and value, that perseverance, that dedication. Turn that negative to a positive and help those that need it the most. Real simple. No losing, only learning. No failure, only opportunities, and no problems just solutions. Now, if you ever get hungry while you're planning this, uh, how can I say, way to take your life to the next level, do what I do. Get yourself some of that KFC extra crispy. Mmm, que rico. A little bit of that biscuit and put that coleslaw on it and watch out. 
yes, music is your passion, mm -hmm. but from the both of you, it's like your purpose is giving back, is is leaving on your legacy. So when you guys are gone, people are still listening to your music, but now your music has meaning. It's not just lyrics on a paper. Right. You're telling your story, and we're here for you. About you know. That. So what you're doing, mm -hmm. what you're doing with these kids, with your football league, and what you're doing with these kids with the school, is which we need to bring that together, by the way. Yes. Yes, yes definitely. And it, it's just so amazing to see how you guys have reached a point in your life where you took that negative situation from birth, whether it was your childhood trauma, whether it was just an overall upbringing, mm -hmm. and turned it positive not only for you guys, but for the community as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's like a big thank you on behalf of us and you guys having that transformation in your life. And many people might not come up to you and, and show you that appreciation, right. but know that it is appreciated in a scale higher than anyone can understand and when your football kids mm -hmm. make it to the league that's when you're going to be like all right and even and, if they don't right you you created that foundation but, of a man and given them the opportunity to grow into who they need to be well it's crazy it has happened yeah. you know as far as i'm not has any of the kids on, on your side gone to the league already well, and, yeah a couple and as well as you know because i know luke too you know yeah. luke had a couple already well he had a gang of them already mm -hmm. go but i remember when he started on the same thing and i used to be Every Christmas at Charles Hadley Park, yeah. you know, making sure the kids would get what they need. And then it was Roberto Clemente, and I'd be down in Ghouls with Trick, right. uh, making that happen also. But just to see those kids they used to hand a bike to or used to hand uh, a, a, anything, a turkey to, and, and now you see them in the league bringing it back. You're going, oh, shit. It's a it was due to that platform. Yeah. It was due to what y'all boys doing right now, you know. And now, and now they're, they're motivated and inspired to do the same thing that we've done. Maybe. You know, but I, I think early on, you know, the both of us and anyone, anyone's that's successful, you know, after you go through experience, life's experience, you, you understand that um, delay is not denial, you know, and uh, when it comes down to me and yourself, the reason why we're able to appeal to such a, a, a broad audience is because when it came to battling, when it came to um, just growing up in Miami, we were fortunate to have a gumbo of different cultures. Yes, so sir. The versatility that we have has, just, has given us that platform to be able to reach different people, and that's what people don't understand. If you want, to, if you want, you know, myself or yourself to um, focus on one thing and do it, we could do that, but it wouldn't be maximizing ourselves. So we've learned to maximize ourselves, and that's, you know, that's something that I, I don't preach. I like to show that with my action, but you yeah. definitely one of those guys. You know, hats off to you. I go travel. I travel around the world. You can ask my guy here, Alex. Like, I don't even know if you know how much they play you around the world or anywhere, my brother. Like it's like it's, it's, it's like it's unbelievable. But when, but when I, but it's not unbelievable to the point that I seen the work. Yeah. You know, I same seen, here, same here. And when you talk about being able to be versatile, and I think why Miami is so special to the world because it shows unification. Right. Down here, we respect each other's cultures. And we don't get caught up on, oh, such and such as this, and such and such as that. Now, nah, one more, oh, look, such and such as Cuban, Rican, Dominican, Haitian, Bahamian, mm -hmm. Jamaican, black, white, whatever it may be. It was the city that always kept us together. We felt like, oh, you from Miami? <laughs> you straight. Right. Where you stay by? Oh, you know, such and such, oh, you straight. We never got into that, what I think the world is trying to do now. Mm -hmm. And through music, me and you especially, we found a way to unify. But I think that Miami being such a young city, in the world's eyes, we have so much history and we've done so much, whether it be from, I go back to street game, entertainment, music game, sports, you know, and you're a major yeah. part of that. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I mean, the thing for people don't realize about Miami, you don't, even, people don't realize that, you know, Miami is a, just like you say, Miami is a straight hustle. Everybody in Miami is, is on a hustle. You know, a lot of people, the conception of Miami being the South is a totally misconception. It's a melting pot 
of, of Caribbean people, you know, people from Latin countries, people from the Caribbeans, and, and, and everybody, if you know anything about all of us that comes from all of these different islands, we, you know, my parents, you know, Jamaican and Bahamian and, and great, great, great grandmama, uh, Cuban and daddy meet mama in Cuba and that's how they linked up and uh, obviously that's how I ended up here. (laughs) Everybody everybody here is on the straight hustle and uh, and they get down here and they think, oh, we're going to the south and these dudes is Bama down there and they don't know no better. We can kind of come down there and take advantage of the situation and then they get hit with they get hit with with too much game because the girls take them for a ride. That's that's the first one. and before you know it, <laughs> hey, before you know it, they dust them off and they send them back either on crack <laughs> and they had to go back to where they came from and they're broke. And then they'd be like, oh, man, what really happened down here? You know, it was real fast. We, we, we thought it was really slow. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we are a we are, you know, we always talk about in the music business breakout markets. We are a breakout market. And so whatever can can happen here can happen anywhere in the world. So if yes, there's sir. pit bull that breaks out in Miami, he basically can break out anywhere around the world. If there's a DJ Laz, I remember Laz, you know, Laz hot, Laz was more hotter than in Texas and California because he was from Miami yeah. back in the days. Like, where you at, Laz? Oh, man, I'm in Texas. Oh, I'm in El Paso. Oh, I'm all <laughs> over the place. So he was like, you know, uh, it's a breakout market, whether it's Latin or black or whatever it may be. And, and we are well respected around the world. Now, negative to positive, you know, we we talk about success, what goes into it, what it takes. So part of that is making sure that you're on top of your financial game. You got to be on top of your financial game. And that's where NetSuite uh, comes in. It's you pay for these programs and it really doesn't give you the information that you need when you need it. Now, when you upgrade the NetSuite by Oracle, you're in business with the, the world's number one cloud business system. Whether you're crushing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, NetSuite lets you see what, what's going on. It gives you what you need when you're, you know, when you're driving a business, visibility and control over everything you got going on financially, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need are in one place. You need to get down with a product tour at netsuite.com slash pitbull. That's right, P-I-T-B-U-L-L. NetSuite will show you how they'll benefit your business, how they'll help you out in your business, how you knock it out of the park in your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com slash pitbull. Y ahora sí, ya tu sabes la jugada. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash pitbull. Dale que tu puedes. 2020 to me, you know, I've been saying it in goals. 2020 is the year of clear vision. If you don't see things clear after this, then my friend, you're just blind, literally, right? 2020, I tell people all the time, it, it's been a blessing in disguise. If you really want to look at it from a very optimistic standpoint, for the world alone, for Earth alone, it's been a blessing. It's, you know, Mother Nature needed time to breathe, let's just say a little bit, at least. But for me, I always tell people, God closes the door to open the window with a beautiful view. And that's what 2020 did. It led me to the podcast. And no, I wouldn't have been doing this if it wasn't for what, you know, how 2020 pumped the brakes on everybody. But what do you do? Survival of the fittest? You reinvent, you repivot, you challenge yourself, and you take on new challenges. And that, to me, is what, what a, a leader is all about. In 2020, we're doing it, we're leading by example, and we're taking exactly what the name of the podcast is, from a negative 
toward positive. That's what it's about, right? Negative to positive, yeah. but more than anything, reinventing yourself, pivoting. That's what we've always done. That's why we've always found a way to survive in the game. And especially in this right. day and age, is uh, survival of the fittest, let's just say. Right. Which is, it reminds me of another story because I think you're one of the only people to have a record go number one with no video ever shot on yeah. that. And that record, we all know which one it is, which is Lovers and Friends. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I think y'all should just get together and shoot a video anyway now, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, all we y'all look the same about that. We definitely we had a lot of conversations about that. Well, as far as the people that we're sharing the podcast with, uh, one of them being White Shadow, Paul Blair, amazing producer slash DJ, and someone that I'm working on the new album called Timeless with, we were just talking and saying, hey, man, be great if, if you jump on and, and for a couple of episodes. As far as Jenny Valdez, she is someone that's been on the road with me now for close to five years and a part of the, the dance team, which is called TMBO, The Most Bad Ones. And she is someone that has been wanting to do this. I see her hustle. I see her drive. I see her grind. I respect it. And I just felt it was a great opportunity for her, the same way that others have given me an opportunity. And as far as Laz, I mean, Laz is my uncle. He's someone that I wouldn't be here having this conversation if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't have the kind of musical career if it wasn't for him. Someone that believed in me very early on in my career, but at the same time was straight up, was real, and spoke to me uh, bluntly and made me take my music to the next level. It wasn't just somebody as a, you know, a yes man. I would take him records. He'd say, yeah, this is cool, Chico, but uh, this ain't gonna cut it. And until we got to the right one, which, by the way, happened to be Oye. So this is what, what better way than than paying this forward to be able to do this together. And, and the funny thing is, now it's like I'm doing Laz's job. <laughs> you know, you got White Shadow over here, the Grammy Award winning producer, man of the world, that's what we call him. Man of the world. <laughs> All day. Uh -huh. I'm working on it. You got Jenny V, you know, she be on the road with us putting in work. Yep. Uh -huh. And now, now she's, we're giving her an opportunity the same way that well, Luke and everybody else gave us an opportunity. And obviously DJ Laz that... Well, Open the doors for a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Flo, I mean, the first three guests, why they're so important to me is because two of them I wouldn't be here without. One is Uncle Luke, Luther Campbell from Two Live Crew. The other is Little John, who taught me how to make records, arrange them, how to put them in a way where you know how, how the crowd is either going to jump, scream, chant, shout, two certain parts in the record create that emotion and then flow riders because we came up at the same time in miami why is, does it make sense with the podcast because all of our lives have been from a negative to a positive when you speak to someone like luther campbell they wouldn't be miami without luke luke helped build dynasties such as um luke helped build uh, miami heat to a certain extent miami dolphins anything that moves in miami when it comes to music clearly I wouldn't be here, Trick wouldn't be here, Trina wouldn't be here, Rick wouldn't be here, Khaled wouldn't be here, Irie, Laz, Flo, all of us owe our careers and the kind of love that we got for our city, you know, Dave County 305, Miami, the bottom, magic city, to Luke. And he's somebody that took his life, like I said before, from a negative to a positive, but he's a fighter. He's an underdog. He's a hustler, he's a go-getter, he's a mover, he's a shaker. He went to the Supreme Court and fought for the First Amendment. And in these times, a lot of people talk a good game, but they ain't willing to fight, you know? And in and, and one of the neighborhoods I grew up here in Miami is called Winwood. They said, don't talk about it, be about it. And 
And a lot of people out there ain't being about it right now. So they need to hear from somebody like a Luke. But another thing I wanted to get into with you, you know, was basically letting everybody know how important you are to the music game and, and to, I mean, Miami as a whole, you being the king of Miami and what you've done for Miami from whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's entertainment, and whether it's even fighting for the First Amendment for us to be able to say whatever we want to say and the way we want to, how can I say, creatively express ourselves. And I don't think a lot of people understand how important you are to, to all of us and all the doors that you've opened. So I wanted you, wanted you to explain a little bit of everything that you went through back in the day and all the roadblocks that you had, because obviously me growing up in the crib, 305 day, kind of born and raised, I got a chance to see it firsthand. And also, you know, being a, a, a third grader listening to Two Live Crew, I, I, don't, I don't know how normal that was, but it, it definitely shaped me to be an, an amazing adult. <laughs> And a, and a civilized citizen, right? <laughs> but, yeah, Luke, and then the other thing I'd love to get into, man, when, when the time, when, once you speak about that, is how Miami is so influential, not only to the music business, but to the world, and how everybody comes down here, picks up our style, and doesn't necessarily respect the way that they should, and how the future's looking. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the thing is, just like you say, you know, uh, you know starting off, you know, when you, when you, you know, when you start... You know, when we started Southern Hip Hop, you know, yep. we take the cream for that because ain't nobody else was really doing it, you know, uh, at the time, you know, uh, on a national level. I mean, you, you're going to get backlash. You know, we we were pretty much outcast wherever we went and did concerts. You know, we did a concert with Eric B. Rakim. You know, uh, we were given three minutes on stage. You know, we would go to the new music seminar. DJ Laz is pretty familiar with that. Yes, sir. You know, they would have hip-hop panels, and they would be saying that, you know, what we're doing in the South would never uh, manifest to anything. You know, it won't be no such thing as Southern hip-hop. So we were kind of outcasts, you know, coming up in the game. So you had a combination of, you know, the industry and the, and the heads in the industry not respecting what we were doing because we were from Miami. And so, you know, you had to fight every day. I remember myself getting in big brawls with different managers and fighting Run DMC on stage in Biloxi, Mississippi <laughs> you know, for, for this. And, uh, you know, and so at the same time, you know, it was a fighting then, you know, going through that whole struggle of now not being affiliated with a major record label, you know, and, and taking all these sales from the South, you know, those boys kind of put the uh, government on us and, you know, yep. now it became a fight against for free speech and, 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 and for hip-hop and for guys to be able to say what they want to say on the record. You know, so you had all that going on and still trying to keep your money and not get robbed by the accountants that you had sitting in, in your in your in the room. And at the same time, you're still trying to get records played on the radio around the country. So, you know, it was a difficult uh, fight, but, but I'm just happy that we were able to fight the fight to see guys like yourself, you know, uh, Thank you. see all these other artists, Ross, uh, uh, Trick still doing his thing, training them, doing their thing, and all these other flowing uh, them, yeah. Artists from around here as well as Atlanta doing their thing. This is negative to positive, and I know you're absorbing all the knowledge we're putting out there. Our mission is to educate, inform, and also make sure you have a good time while we're doing it. And we're brought to you by State Farm. So keep in mind when you're planning your future, they're going to get things right when it comes to insurance. Now, it's important to have a little extra change in your back pocket. So I'm taking a, a minute to remind everybody. State Farm has great service and surprisingly great rates. Check them out when you have a minute. They're going to get things done the right way. This podcast is all about elevating ourselves and changing from negative to positive. 
When we were looking for a partner for Negative to Positive, I came up with State Farm, and I want to tell you why. Three reasons. Number one, we're going to get knowledgeable agents. Number two, you're going to get great service and great rates. Tremenda sorpresa. And number three, you're going to get the real deal. Because like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And number one, number two, and number three, that's everything that Pitbull embodies. <laughs> I'd advise highly that you check them out. You know what it is. As far as... Uh You know, Flowrider, his negative to positive is basically we got the same story. You know, he grew up in Carroll City. I used to live in Carroll City also. And I've lived all over Miami. I tell people all the time, good neighborhoods, bad neighborhoods, worse neighborhoods. But we understand each other's hustle. We understand each other's struggle. We understand the sacrifice. And that's why we both appreciate the opportunity. And he's somebody that I'm so proud of. I'm Mr. Worldwide, but he's Mr. International. That's what I tell him all the time because we run into each other all around the world. So imagine from... Being in Carroll City, being in Liberty City, being in Little Haiti, being in Little Havana, Wynwood, in any spot that there was a contest for either freestyling or battling or just trying to get your record played, we were doing it together. So I'm very, very proud of him, and that's why I feel that people need to see the way that we're united down here, especially in the music industry, in the rap game, where people feel that they, they, they want to divide and conquer. And that's not how you get ahead, not in the game and not in life. That's why I want to flow to be a part of the podcast, Negative to Positive. You know, from a brother to a brother, mm. you know, it's, it's amazing to see you have the same character, the same, the, it's a blessing to have the same energy. Yeah. It's like you, you, you that same guy, always been given. You know, I remember just walking up to you with our CD, and you're like, I was like just supporting <laughs> everything. Like, yeah. Them For big real, ass like, wooden chains. Yeah, look. <laughs> Yeah, look. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, we be like, you see, you see last? Pit gotta be here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, man. You laid that foundation, man. You, was the, you definitely was been a, the blueprint, the grind. Like, I, I I never got a chance to really, like, I've seen people grind, you know, my, yeah. my team and things like that, but I've seen the grind. I, I had to be that, like you said, like, you know, we've always been those people that, Whatever you you trying, we're gonna be ready for it. Yeah. I had just scope just scoping you out. I was that person like, okay, he did this. I need to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So hey, same here, man. To see the same person, man. It's just yeah. and it's just the beginning. On the next level of it's being a giver is. Bet. I appreciate it. And now we're gonna do the same thing in the spirits business, which you know we're gonna hit a lick with that one one way or another. And, and the other thing too is that. No matter how much bread we make, dog, we can't take it with us. No right. matter how many houses, cars, whatever we acquire, can't take it with us. Even the, the pharaohs of Egypt couldn't, take couldn't, it. couldn't figure that shit out, you right. know? And they created mazes and pyramids that we still haven't figured out and still got robbed. So, with that said, anything we make is always a give back, dog. Especially to the career 305. And if you do it here, you lead by example. That's right. Others hopefully will do it in their neighborhoods because that's really what we need to happen more here in the United more. States yes. of America for people instead of those, you know, I don't know what happened around here. Well, what happened? Nobody's pumping in the neighborhood. Nobody's investing in the neighborhood. Nobody's teaching them, like, hey, we believe in y'all. Here's an opportunity. Right. And teaching them, like, hey, man, we could go to the next level. As far as Little John, Little John's a fighter. Little John, nobody believed in him. He came in the game as a DJ, from a DJ to A&R, so, so deaf, to creating a crunk movement that everybody was laughing at John at first. Man, what are you, this is crazy, this will never work. And then John became the biggest artist, the biggest producer, and one of the biggest brands ever in the music industry. 
And to be able to watch that rise and be right there and learn from them is priceless. These are things that, that University of Harvard, Yale, Berkeley, MIT, they can't, they can't teach this kind of shit. This is something that you got to live. So for them to be a part of this, it goes to show the whole world that anytime I say something, anytime I speak about something, as crazy as it may sound, it checks out. And in this day and age that's all about instant gratification and in layman terms, bullshit, we need it more than ever. History in the making right here, folks, reporting live from the 305 straight to the ATS, Saudi with the king of crunk himself, Lil John, Lil Jizzle. Hey. Okay. <laughs> you like that or what? That was pretty good, right? <laughs> No. Oh, <laughs> up, All right, let me no. try again. Then. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. That was horrible. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Okay. <laughs> well, f- give me one, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we won. We're never gonna beat that. Never gonna that. <laughs> That's like boxing with God, right? Right. You're never, yeah, yeah. You're never gonna win. You're never gonna win. Oh man, little John, what they do, what they don't, what it is, what it ain't. You know, one thing that we don't talk about enough in, in the Latino community or in any community, to be honest, which is it's just mental health. That's why I think that the work that they do at Talkspace is so important. It's important to get things off your chest. It's important to, to communicate. Bottom line, communication is the key to success. I tell people all the time. What they're doing at, at Talkspace is providing a solution for treating anxiety, for treating depression, treating substance abuse, for treating trauma, relationship issues, food and eating disorders. And especially in these times with everything that just went down, you're going to need this more than ever. Remember, with Talkspace, if you want to reach out and get a response from someone, you don't have to wait a week. Nah, you don't have to do that. Message your therapist. Get responses. Fast and efficient. Or like we say, right quick. (laughs) Everyone needs somebody to talk to sometimes. When things are getting a little hard to handle, and with Talkspace, you're able to find that support. With Talkspace, you can match up with your perfect therapist that can advise you with what's going on in your life. For everybody listening to Negative to Positive, there's a special offer right now on Talkspace. Just use promo code PITBULL and you will get $100 off your first month, which is important in helping make the changes that you want to make. Just use promo code PITBULL and you will get $100 off your first month. To the kids watching this podcast, most important thing that they walk away from social media. Bottom line. Utilize technology. Don't let it use you. Forget about followers and likes. Forget about what people say on the internet. When people say, oh, they're bullying me on the internet, turn it off. Delete it. Don't look at it. If you have something in your hand that gives you access to the world, then access the world. Meaning, look at positive things. or Learn. If, if, if you're constantly on you know, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is out there. You know what's crazy is we have a saying, and I'm sure you've heard this saying before. Don't get high off your own supply. And I guarantee you, everybody that owns those platforms are not on those platforms. Okay? So, therefore, not, not only are they not on the platforms, their kids are not on that platform. But yet, the kids out there are the ones that are making these guys billions of dollars. So, utilize technology. Don't let it use you. It's the biggest advice I can give this generation because they feel like they know it all. And I swear to God, they don't know shit. And what I mean by that is this. In your phone, you can Google anything. You got your GPS. You can look up anybody's number. Right? But the minute I take away your phone, how are you going to get where you need to go? How are you going to call who you need to get in touch with? How are you going to know anything if you're dependent on your phone, right? So utilize technology. Don't let it use you. Phones get smarter. TVs get smarter. Cars get smarter. Speaker gets smarter. We get dumber. Generation, listen to me. Utilize technology. Don't let it use you. 
We uh, just fight. We just fight in Miami. We underdogs, just, baby. That's all we know how to do is fight. Yeah, and I mean honestly, like I don't think people comprehend like when 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 you talk about what you've done for the world, not just hip hop. Like a lot of people that are in hip hop, you know, you got cut out because you were rap. You know, you took this shit all the way to the highest court in the United States of America. Yeah, and, and, and one, and one, but, but like that aside, I know a lot of people that like. They get told no by the record label, and they go home and sit on their ass for the next two months. You know what I mean? Complaining about how 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 the he record labels no. are taking them. Oh, you shelved me over here, blah blah. And they sit there and cry about it. You literally took it from the street all the way to the highest court in the land, and I feel like that kind of and like, one, yeah, and one, and that, <laughs> that kind of drive, that's the most important part. That kind of drive is is just unexplainable a lot of times to younger kids today and it's a, it's a blessing for me to sit here and talk to you just because it changed my life completely you know me too. so many people's lives yeah so fighters I'm, grinders that grind, shakers. insane, insane. <laughs> i think that's the they miami do. hustle right that you don't get from a lot of different places now nah, i, I when tell you come from miami you run circles around people in other places why'd you do it why why did you why why did you take that as far as you took it what's your reason what, what you know i looked at the big picture you know again that whole camp thing you know, and, and saying, okay, we're going to take your record off the shelf. So they took the record. It was two, it was two cases where people people kind of um, probably, it, it was two different cases for two, two different things. One, there was a case uh, where they took the record off the shelf and the federal judge, Gonzalez, out of Brown County, deemed the, the album obscene, nasty as they want to be. That was one case. I, I eventually got, I had to get that, that, uh, that, uh, case overturned because if I didn't get that overturned then anybody saying any explicit lyrics on a record that would have been uh, precedent set that any other record after that would have been you know Megan Thee Stallion and uh, Lil' Kim or anybody cursing on the record those records they could have took them off the shelf because there would have been case law on, on, the, on the books that they could use against any artist coming behind us. So that was one major thing that kind of get overshadowed by the Supreme Court. Now, the Supreme Court was a parody case where the parody was protected by the First Amendment and satire, which we was doing. So if we didn't win that case, then what you see on Saturday Night Live and all the comedians uh, making fun of people, you know, imitating people, you wouldn't have been able they wouldn't have been able to do that. So it was two things going on at the same time with it directly affect the uh, the industry. And then they use that case right now for for internet, uh, which is uh, intellectual property. That's the number one case being used for people to be able Google and everybody to be able to use uh, content from from the web right now. Uh, so. Wow. Those are two. Those Historical. both of them are major, uh, but for the industry itself, you know, if, if I didn't get all those things overturned, then it would stay there. I mean, again, just you know, why did I do it? I lost, I actually spent millions and millions of dollars fighting two different cases that I did not have to fight. You know, I went to jail for one because I was just making a stance, but it wasn't a situation where okay, whether you're going to go to jail or not. You know, it was a more of, uh, of looking at the big picture and where we're at right now today for people to be able to do what they want to do and say what they want to say on the record. I remember, Jizzle, remember when you took me on uh, you took me on, on a tour with uh, Eminem and 50 Cent, yeah. the Anger Management Tour? Yeah, man, crazy. <laughs> so John would bring on the whole, you know, the ghetto speakers that we would basically use in the block party. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and, and at that time, the hottest thing was, was 50. 
at that time, yeah. 50 G Union, and obviously Eminem, he right. will forever be. Yeah, my soul is 50, but. So I'm, I'm very blessed to be on this tour. I had about maybe like 45 seconds or a, a minute and a half on stage that he allowed me to, to spit a rhyme mm-hmm. or a verse. So he'd bring out these big-ass speakers, and all the G-Unit would come to the to the room yeah. and get loose with John, and John would have them yeah. drinking and going crazy. Some of them got so f***ed up, they couldn't hit the stage sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we used to barbecue, too. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what a tour is supposed to be. Yeah, it's like yeah. everybody get along. Everybody with each other. It's like, yeah, the G Unit guys. We would be barbecuing. Like, we had a grill on the bus, so whenever we get to the city, we'd just be grilling, and they'll come by and hang out. And, yeah. and like Pitt said, I had this crazy speaker set up for my dressing room. Like when you go on tour, sometimes people have a TV nah. and video games <laughs> and all that. We had these speakers and. 50 and M used to be like, motherfucker, I hear your shit all the way in my room. <laughs> like, so we used to be rocking so hard. And yeah, everybody used to come with everybody, man. It was good times. And I was blessed to be able to go on a tour like that. I mean, that's fucking M&M yeah. Yeah, and 50 Cent. Yeah, it was great. And the other big part about that tour was Eminem ended the show with me. Mm-hmm. He would bring me on stage and be like, yo, John, are we finished? Yeah, what? Are we finished? What? Are we finished? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go then. Okay. And that's how we ended every show on the tour. Yeah. So that is crazy. Like, he 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 stamped me like that. Right. You know what I mean? So Then he jumped on that Lean Back remix, if I'm not mistaken. It was after that, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, I wanted you, to say this oh. real quick, the negative and the positive thing, because that's like one of the things I go by every day mm. uh, in life is that no matter how, I always say this, no matter how negative something is, you can always pull positive out of that. I guess that's us Capricorns. Yes, sir. The same way. <laughs> but uh, that's that's just how I live my life. No matter how up the situation is, it's always some positive you can pull from that. And if everybody out there that can hear my voice and see our faces and so on and so forth goes by that, You'll, you'll always be able to come out of whatever you're going through and, and move forward in the product. Oh, man. Well, I mean, what the fans can look forward to is, is what I look forward to. I mean, I'm excited about doing every interview so that they can see another piece of my life. And I want them to understand that instant gratification does not exist. This is all hard work. This is not by default. This is by design. Why? Because we believe in ourselves, invest in ourselves. And to me, living is giving. And we're constantly giving back to motivate and inspire people out there like hey man no matter what life looks like every day above ground is a great day as long as you're breathing baby we're moving forward and that's what excites me to do every episode so they can see a little piece of my life through other people's eyes and those people share those stories where you know Pac has a great line man he rests in peace rest in paradise and he says I'm not the one that's going to change the world but I'm the mind that's going to spark the mind of the one that's going to change the world and that's what negative the positive the podcast is about and and you know what i love about the podcast also it reminds me of of music music is a universal language it brings everybody together it has no no limits no barriers no borders no boundaries and that to me is what this podcast is about so the guest that we're going to have is going to be exactly how i grew up in miami miami is a melting pot you know and we're going to have from your flow little john luke where you're gonna you're gonna have Enrique Iglesias, you'll have politicians, you'll have Nobel Peace Prize winners, you'll have motivational speakers such as, or, or coaches, life coaches such as Tony Robbins. And when you see this array of people, it gives you an in on my life so that you see that 
I'm a big believer in one race and one race only. That's the human race. We all bleed the same blood, breathe the same air, and put our pants on one leg at a time. And you're going to see that through all the guests that are going to come on on the show, that the podcast will literally be the universal language on how to take your life from a negative to a positive. And I always say, if it, if it wasn't for the fans, if it wasn't for them supporting me for you know 20 years in the game, I wouldn't be here. Always thank God, but always to the fans. If it wasn't for y'all, there'd be no pit bull. I appreciate y'all more than you know. I say it because it's the truth. We want to say we appreciate you. Thank you. Or like we say in Miami, bet that up for listening to Negative to a Positive, brought to you by the good neighbors at State Farm. Get great service at surprisingly great prices. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. There's no losing, only learning. I have the responsibility to make sure that you guys are well represented. There's no failure, only opportunities. Anytime you see me, you can say, oye, ese tipo tiene su pasado. And there's no problems. He took it from a negative to a positive, and that's what's representing us now. This is from negative to positive.